Hello and uh, welcome, as always. There seems to be the uh, situation where during the week some inspiration comes to me to record, whether it's a pointer or a metaphor that sparks the the desire to record, but usually when that inspiration does come, I'm not in a place that I'm able to record. Um, so that seems to be the pattern, and when there is space to record, then this inspiration or perhaps direction seems to evaporate. And so I am sitting here now, just simply being in the present moment, not worrying that I have forgotten some of the things I would have liked to have mentioned in my next episode. But I would uh, like to ask you how you are in this moment. And although I'm not there physically with you, but I am here in the present moment, and perhaps you can receive this connection if you too are there. So with the question, how are you, the mind may have a response ready. And perhaps that's something that's uh, noticeable. Or there may not be an answer. I find that often with myself when somebody asks, how, how are you, and... Sometimes I feel like saying, I, I'm simply here. <laughs> and to someone who is not familiar with anything related to present moment practice may see that as quite a bizarre answer. Their mind may be expecting, oh, you know, I'm doing fine, I'm good, or, or I'm not so good. So oh, it's a helpful question to answer. Ask yourself and answer. How am I in this present moment? And if you had been in thought, then perhaps you may quickly realise, oh, oh, I was actually deep in thought when perhaps there was no thought needed, or I was worrying about something, analysing what somebody had said to me and perhaps there's no there's no need to analyze
And wherever you are in this moment, whether you are on the beach, in the mountains, sitting inside a car like I am now, you could be in the most exotic location. It's all perceived in the present moment. And I can almost feel the space there as well. Because the mind may, may desperately want to be lying on the beach or in an exquisite hotel room or in a, an adventurous city. But all there is, is the present moment that doesn't desire anything that doesn't need anything to change. It simply just is. And this allows for that separation to happen that the mind cannot see. The mind may be very transfixed on a certain goal or a certain desire or unfulfilled desire and there may be weaving a story or there may be emotions generated from these thoughts and it's until you return to your true self your true home of the simplicity of now that you can almost experience and see how much weight, how heavy the mental structure is, how complicated. And sometimes the mind may tell you, oh, once you're on holiday on the beach, everything will be okay. Or once you once, you know, this scenario happens, then everything will be okay. But, of course, we know better that, you know, if that scenario happens, we, we may well be okay for a short time. But then something else will arise and the mind may chase something else. So right now, you know, as an example... For those celebrating Christmas or who may have a good feeling around this time of year, the mind may be looking to, you know, Christmas Day or, or the time you'll have off work or, okay, I'm, I'm looking forward to that and, okay, this is, you know, a few weeks to go, just over a few weeks to go and I can uh, enjoy some nice food. And, but the uh, three weeks leading up to that are all missed all of the little moments, the all of the space, all of the joy is missed to the mind. The mind is, is transfixed, is okay, it's looking ahead and it's missing all of the little moments or all of the joy that, that comes up in the present moment that leads up to this big event or 
this occasion you're looking forward to. And then quite often that occasion passes quite quickly. It's, it's, it's a big build-up and then it's gone. And then it's the next thing. Okay, well, uh, you know, there's a, there's a week until New Year's, New Year's Eve. Yeah, I can, there's something else I can look forward to. And then when that passes, there may be a sadness for the mind, a, a loss of, oh, what have I got look, to look forward to now? You know, it's the start of the year. And I don't want to face the start of the year. I want to remain in the almost a holiday bubble of festivities and, and joy and and this is all it's all occurs in the mind. This is all mind movements. And when you when you are identified with the mind you're you feel that loss that loss on January first or January second where okay I've I've got to go back to work tomorrow. Everything is returning to normal and uh, But if perhaps there's some attention and awareness in the now, you can enjoy these times, but perhaps you may not feel the loss of it. You, you, may, you may miss it. You may think, you know, it was very nice seeing family or spending time in the festivities of, of the holiday season, but... But then you are returning back to the freshness of now that doesn't have any any residue of loss, any residue of sadness. It's or if there is any, it doesn't touch you so closely. There simply just is, okay? This is past and what's happening in this moment? Okay, is there a problem in this moment? In, in the mind, problem would problems do exist in the mind that okay, I've got to face back, back. I've got to face the real world again. I've got to get up at a certain time, and it will list uh, infinite problems for you in the mind. But when you step out of the mind, there is just this moment. In this moment, you don't have to worry about getting up in the morning. There is this whole day ahead. This. And this moment opens up for you. And there's a spacious quality to it. And for me in this moment, often I enjoy this time of year just because it seems like people are in a good mood this time of year. And often when I see people happy and uh, walking around, it, it's... It's a good feeling seeing them happy and joyful. But, uh, but in this moment, it, um, you know, it's December 1st. It's, I'm simply here in this moment. I'm not reaching for that, those days leading up to Christmas. or Those are simply just thoughts in this moment. There is all of the joy that is here now. Even if you are in your own company.
And that's where we talk about it's the unstable mind. It's a place that's constantly unstable, that's changing thoughts coming and going. It's very turbulent. And this is something as, as the practice matures, something I have found is that this turbulence is recognized. And it's very easy to, to uh, have the sense of not wanting to be in this constant turbulence of, of thoughts and the emotions they generate that are reflected in the body. Because it just takes you know, less, than a, less than a second, less than a split second for a thought to arise and then an emotion to generate a worry, a feeling of worry. And then that's an emotion that you have to deal with, that's present in the body and very often it could lead to more thoughts and more worries unless there's awareness there that, okay, there's worry happening, okay, let's just be with this, not, not add to the worry. And then that can dissolve and then there's a return to the present moment again the place of stability, the place where it's un unchanging and it's a place where changing is witnessed but it's happening in an unchanging, I guess, dimension and you can witness the, the turbulence and you don't have to be inside of it anymore. And uh, closer to the holidays, I will uh, plan to perhaps release a, I had in mind of recording an episode where perhaps it's me um, trying to calm the anxieties down. Because this time of year, it's, it can be very difficult for a lot of people where, you know, dealing with families and the challenges of families and so I may record a an episode where it's simply me communicating directly to you and telling you everything's going to be okay and and it's almost as if you know if you're in a state of anxiety and you need some something to, to calm you down then perhaps that recording that I am um, I plan to record it, it can help that in that situation and I'll be recording it for myself as well because I often feel these challenges these anxieties these sometimes the heaviness of being around family it can bring up a lot of emotions so I'll be recording that to you know almost talking to myself calming myself down and, and perhaps it will be helpful for any of you who who experience your same difficulties as well so something I have in mind. So I'd like to um, read a little bit of The Power of Now and keep up that momentum of, of reading uh, this book. And I have uh, other books I would like to begin and read with you, with you as well and read for myself and, and share in this reading with you. 
So I believe it was chapter 5. And the title of this chapter is called The State of Presence. And there's another title beneath that. It's not what you think it is. That's the title there as well. So again, with this format, with each section, there's always, it begins with a, a question from the reader. This book is largely questions and then answers. So, this is the question. You keep talking about the state of presence as the key. I think I understand it intellectually, but I don't know if I have ever truly experienced it. I wonder, is it what I think it is, or is it something entirely different? And this is the answer. It's not what you think it is. You can't think about presence and the mind can't understand it. Understanding presence is being present. Try a little experiment. Close your eyes and say to yourself, I wonder what my next thought is going to be. Then become very alert and wait for the next thought. Be like a cat watching a mouse hole. What thought is going to come out of the mouse hole? Try it now. So I invite you to pause if you would like to try this exercise. Um, so you can pause it, try it and return back to me. Well, Eckhart says, I had to wait for quite a long time before a thought came in. This was the answer from the questioner. And this is the reply. Exactly. As long as you are in a state of intense presence, you are free of thought. You are still, yet highly alert. The instant your conscious attention sinks below a certain level, thought rushes in. The mental noise returns. The stillness is lost. You are back in time. To test their degree of presence, some Zen masters have been known to creep up on their students from behind and suddenly hit them with a stick quite a shock. If the student had been fully present and in a state of alertness, if he had kept his loin girded as his lamp burning, which is one of the analogies that Jesus uses for presence, he would have noticed a master coming up from behind and stopped him or stepped aside. But if he were hit, that would mean he was immersed in thought, which is to say absent, unconscious. To stay present in everyday life 
it helps to be deeply rooted within yourself. Otherwise, the mind, which has incredible momentum, will drag you along like a wild river. What do you mean by rooted within yourself? It means to inhabit your body fully, to always have some of your attention in the inner energy field of your body, to feel the body from within, so to speak. Body awareness keeps you present. It anchors you in the now. And there will be more about body awareness in chapter 6. So that's something we can expand upon. And that's the end of this little section here. So, so there's the exercise of wondering what the next thought would be. And that itself takes you into present because you're watching the mind. And it's... It's a very useful exercise, I find. And then Eckhart mentions a, a very um, poignant advice here, very specific advice, that to stay present in everyday life, it helps to be deeply rooted. And Eckhart's saying, deeply rooted in your energy field, the energy in your body. So... You may feel this awareness in your hands or your feet, or there's just awareness of the of the field within the body itself. And it's quite an art to do that as well. You know, for example, if you're having a conversation with somebody, to keep some attention in your in your body as well. That's something that um, I will certainly keep in mind when doing activities. And it may seem challenging at first because naturally our, our um, almost our torch of awareness is perhaps not sharp or not bright. And so it may feel like a lot of effort to to be present of what you're doing and also present having some awareness in your body as well. So perhaps this is something you can keep in mind that it's not something you have to perfect immediately to have, you know, awareness in your body and also awareness of the activity you're doing. Um, and this will, will, I'm sure, will grow as well. At the start, it may be a bit tricky to, you may not have a lot of awareness in the body, but as time goes on, this awareness, this anchor to, to the present moment will grow and the awareness in the body will grow as well. So that's something I'd like to, to leave with you to perhaps alleviate any worries or any, um, any frustration if that awareness is not, is not felt immediately. Okay. So I will return for another episode to continue uh, reading the next section, and which is entitled um, The Esoteric Meaning of Waiting. 
so that we can uh, look forward to that. Okay, so thank you for joining me for today's episode. And as always, I wish you well in this moment. And I'll speak to you again very soon. Take care. If you have an urge to support this podcast, you're more than welcome to visit my Patreon page. And you can find the link in the description of the episode. There you will find a little bit more information about myself and my journey and my purpose with helping others. You can also share and review this podcast. These are two simple ways to create awareness and spread these teachings and it will also help future listeners to discover this content as well. Thank you.